Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from June the 29th, 1991. I am sitting here with Doc, but before I throw it to him, I want to give a special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, and good old Justin for their generous support. And Doc, before I throw it to you and... Let me get this out the way because there's quite a few. It's been like three weeks since we actually last recorded an episode together. Almost, not quite, but close. So we haven't spoken pretty much in several weeks in terms of the show goes. That said, I have some shout outs to the new or returning patrons that would have uh, either come aboard or joined within the last three weeks. Again, these are new or returning ones. Michael C., new patron. Manny R., new annual patron. Reese B., new Hall of Fame patron. Scott F., existing patron, bumped up to the annual, bumped up to annual and joined the Hall of Fame. Kendall B. is now a Hall of Fame patron and he went to annual. Chris W., Alex J., JD, new annual patron. Juan S., new annual patron. Patron. Rob M. Uh, bumped up and longtime listener uh, and returning patron JBL Objective on Twitter. And I uh, had to get that out the way, Doc, because I don't know how many flips and dives we're going to have. And also, I was trying to stall to see if Harper would join since he said he would be here and we're already recording late anyway. How are you, sir? Well, I'm doing great, but I think uh, I speak for the entire uh, internet wrestling community when I ask this question is the question that everybody wants to know that only you can answer is when is that next uh, Mid-South Review show coming out? Jesus Christ. That bad, huh? I, I, I No, I just <laughs> I just don't know why you would ask me that, but okay. Well, I got a lot of messages. My response right there will get spun nine mil. I know how celebrities feel now. We'll get spun <laughs> nine million ways to Sunday. Oh, shit. Celebrities. Now you're a celebrity. Now. <laughs> Hold on. Like you are too when I say that. That's not a one-way street. Trust me. There are things you say that I get feedback on, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Some I'm of you people sure it, are mental. I'm pretty sure it's most everything I say. But you can't believe any of that stuff, but I need everybody to believe what I'm about to say. <laughs> when is the... <laughs> forget all that. Why you got to talk about old shit? 
<laughs> Let's talk about something that's that's relevant. So when does this show come out? I'm confused. This actual one we're recording right now, June 29, 1991. No, when does, yeah, but when does this show come out in real well, time? I'll, okay. They all come out Thursday nights around 7 p.m. Central Time. This particular so when, show will yeah. come out um, on December the 8th okay. of 2022. So Jesus's birthday month. Uh, <laughs> why not? <laughs> okay. Everybody gets one. Okay, so I want to go on record and it's, this is this needs a, a, a time stamp because it just does. So, you know, earlier in in this thing that we've been doing here, I said something like 16 and 1 Super Bowl. And it's funny and it makes y'all laugh, but I need to get serious for a second and tell you what's really going to happen. And that's 14 and 3 Super Bowl. <laughs> y'all see us? So, that game on that game on what well, fucking uh Thanksgiving was the most watched regular season game in the history of the NFL. A lot of people hate watching the Cowboys, man, I tell you. Yeah. That's what that was. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. The Giants fans can sit there and say, oh, yeah, it's because we're popular too. Look, I ain't trying to make PN News Jr. or, or T-Hog 94 out there mad. But at the end of the day, that's a lot of people home on Thanksgiving hate watching the Cowboys. Just they, eating another piece of pumpkin pie with the crumbs all over their big fat gut. That's just it. Watch, watching us roll the Giants once we decided to get into the game and play. Bro, there's a bunch of Jim Cornettes, like when Corny's watching AEW, there's a bunch of Cornettes watching the Cowboys. They're the football version of Cornette, because we know Corny's not a football fan, but that's exactly what happened. When now I heard that statistic, I was like, that's a lot of people hate watching the Cowboys. Now, are you okay? I felt like I needed to do a well check on you this past weekend, because the Saints got shut out. And LSU got knocked out of the playoff all in like a 24-hour period. Are you okay? So let's talk about the Saints first. That mess was comical. And the thing about here's the difference between me and you. You're learning, you're learning about that red rifle. Y'all need to get crab legs up, bruh. Here's the difference between me and you. I go into a season like this as Harper joins us. With no, expect, with no expectations on the Saints. None. I didn't think for a second they were making the playoffs. It, it is what it is, right? Okay. You, on the other hand, it's Von Erich thing and Burger King thing when you lose or play a close game. As far as LSU goes, they already exceeded expectations. They were picked last oh, yeah. in the West this year. Like, that, that loss was comical. And the reason I say that is... And I apologize, Mark Wilson, because you're a good friend of mine and Everett Starr as well. But they beat Alabama and Florida this year and Ole Miss. They they won some games that well, throw Ole Miss out of it. When, you, when you're LSU, you can damn near go 2-12 and 12 as long as you beat Alabama and Florida. And you're riding high. So, you know, they're going to get – this will come out after the SEC title game. Georgia's going to – stomp a mud hole in them most probably and uh but other than that i mean it is what it is okay. let's talk about the All two-lane right. green wave though because well, them some well, bitches well, got 10 wins who 
Goddamn, damn, pal. Uh, it, I mean, if if they did pull off a, the win on Georgia, they'll get a New Year's Six, but uh, they're they going to end up in one of the second-tier bowls. The no, the Cotton Bowl. No, 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 the Cotton Bowl is a, is a New Year's Six now, I believe. So. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so they, they'll get knocked down to one of the second tier. It won't be no New Orleans Bowl type bullshit. It'll be just one of the one of the bowls under the, the New Year Six. It's whatever, bro. I mean, like I said, it's like I, the Bowl or something. Yeah, I mean, Capital One Bowl or some, you know, one of them gimmicks or uh, whatever. Dude, they get, I, I can't even keep them all straight. I used to be able to recite all the bowls, but now that they all do the sponsor changes and you know, now it's this, it's the such and such Gator Bowl, it's the Camping World, whatever bowl. I can't keep track of them no more because of all we of them. We need to have the BTT changes. Bowl. Be, now, that uh, would be tremendous. It. It'd be a Tag yes. Gormley Stadium. Tag Gormley, for real. Yeah. We'll pack that sucker out. That wouldn't we'll get, be hard so to do. But. We'll get a team to play that high school team that wasn't really a high school team. Oh, Bishop Sycamore? Sure. Yeah. We'll Harper, see. how was your how was your Thanksgiving festivities? It was great. Good Thanksgiving. It was good. Do you call it dressing or stuffing? Stuffing. Okay. Could you actually stuff it? Okay. And then Mike, you didn't have to eat any jellied cranberry now, did you? Jesus Christ. No. Bro, my. I love so that shit. We had a come to Jesus meeting at the household, and. So I don't like it. My mother-in-law really don't like it. The oldest, he don't like it. Pop Pop was guzzling that shit down like it was oh, a yeah. fifth of Thunderbird in 1975. So, like, and my brother-in-law don't like it. So it's really only three people who like it. So we kind of outnumbered Was he them. washing it down with a cool? No. Well, uh, Winston 100s, remember? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he, he the, the the Cowboys had him on the Winston 100s on Thursday. In the first half, they damn near me had me on him. But you you can tell that him being an older Cowboy fan and you doc, he don't even react no more. Touchdown, turnover, it's all the same. He just stares at the TV, just waiting on the next catastrophe. Bro, I know, I know the fucking feeling. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He don't, dude. He's like a he's like a stone statue. I'm, watching I him. am mildly surprised every time we line up correctly without lining up offsides. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, we've been working on something all week. <laughs> I have a question for you, Mike. Oh jeez. This is the wrestling question. Uh oh. Who would you say in the history of wrestling you hated more? Tommy Rich or the Young Bucks? I think the Bucks have surpassed him at this point. Oh, why? So, Tommy Rich, for all his flaws and snorting habits and being a drunkard in the ring and allegedly those things, you know, for all his flaws, he at least was a real professional wrestler. Oh, come on. Those two, I would take Tommy Rich drunk and high 
to whoop their asses inside of five minutes in a shoot fight at his current age now. And he looks like throw mama from the train now. So, Oh God, what's that tell you? The, the bucks are just go away. I never want to watch anything. They're a part of it's, it, it's not worth my time. It, we got only so many, bro. I don't want to get sentimental, but we only got so many minutes and hours left. Now, Doc and I were having this discussion earlier. You know, we hope to build, be built for 80 and 90. But at the same time, you got to be realistic. I don't want to waste minutes of my days watching those two buffoons. Come on, those well, are some good Christian athletes. And that's yeah. not me. To, I'm not say, Look, before anybody takes it out of context, I'm not saying I want to fight them. Oh, I whipped their butt. No, I'm simply saying if they're on a television, I don't want to see anything they're involved in. Well, they're going to uh, get their ratings back up. I, whatever. Ooh, you know. Oh, wait. Ooh. <laughs> the Young Bucks. Yeah, no. Okay. Come sure. on. Well, they better. <laughs> Fuck. What is it? Courtney says those motherfuckers couldn't draw money with a fucking box of green crayons. I actually like the the Ricky Morton line that he, I think he was wrong to say this about Kevin Nash, but he was like, couldn't draw flies in a shit factory. That one's better, well, but he was wrong to say that about Nash. Well, I hope they have fun with their little E-Fed over in AEW, and I hope that MJF gets out of there as soon as he can. I don't know why you're giving him a free plug right now by talking about him. It's not a plug. Everybody knows yeah, it that is. we're kicking, we're kicking on the chin. We, everybody out there is going, yeah, we hate it too. No, it's a plug. It, it's just like the uh, it's a wrestling podcast. It's a northern version of Booking the Territory, just a little bit classic. Right, that's okay, a plug. So, You're okay, plugging them. It's the same thing I tell you about Corny all the time. You know, for look, love Corny to death. He's given us a platform, been on his show multiple times. He's talked about our show and his show. Here's the thing. For for a product that he hates, he gives them a free friggin' three hour commercial, sometimes twice a week. It's like how much you think their ratings would go down if he if him and Brian Last didn't uh, review their uh, product. I I don't know how to measure that. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know how much they'd go down. But I I it I think you can't argue the fact that he gives them a free commercial every week. For hours. So, and look, there's a percentage of his audience that listens and will never watch AEW. They're just listening to hear Corny cut promos that, and that, rip on it because that, that's I'm his that, That's I'm what in, he does. I'm in that group. See, I, I, I can't do that. It's just like, I'm like Hopper. I'll, I'll go to the YouTube and listen to when he's yeah. answering questions, talking about the you like know, old stuff. a review of something that I, I don't look at. Orchestra. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I, I just, it's like... I don't want to hear because like I, I tried when he first started doing it and it's just like he just kind of is repeating the same thing over and over. Just a different person's match that he's talking about. What so I mean, hey, we're not going to start. We're not going to start our own AEW review show. No. If that floats your boat, like if you listen to Corny or anybody else rip on that federation, like if you like that, more power to you. Doc's one of those people. Knock yourself out. It's not my ears needing to consume it. I'm just saying for me personally and Harper as well, it just, I don't, I don't 
I can't do it. And he's giving him a free plug. So he's ripping this stuff apart and he's basically giving him a free commercial. And do you, I mean, people pay corny big money for commercials, big money. So, so I, it's just let's like, send Tony Khan a bill and see if he pays it. Uh, it's I don't wish not. This is the other thing. I, I'm glad you brought this up. I don't wish anything bad on them. Like as a federation, because there's guys there that that are good and they wouldn't be able to earn a living as a professional wrestler without that promotion. But I, it's just not overall 95% of it. As Harper said years ago, when it first started, it, it's just not for me, bro. It, it's, it's not, for not me. bad. That's I, and I'm being, I'm being so <laughs> generous when I say that. It's just not for me. Like overall, it's not for me. I've had my times where I come in and out. I'll zip through it on the DVR. I just, I, I don't want to consume that. I just hope that. they don't, they don't screw shit up in a couple of years and now. There's the, you know, the rise and fall of AEW fucking documentary. Bruh, he ain't going to run out of money. Right. That's the yeah. <laughs> doc said that. I don't but, see but, how he runs I mean, out of money. Don't you think his dad will probably eventually get to a point where, hey, man, what the no. fuck you doing? No. They're trying to get these Jaguars into the playoffs. <laughs> the other thing is, is that over in England, their English football team is starting to play better. That's good. Yeah. Took long this enough. Little, this little thing that dominates everybody's thoughts about the Bucks and Omega is a really small speck on the ass of their sports empire. I guess. Just... I just hope they don't lose the fucking TV spot. I don't think it matters. Those guys will still get paid on the roster. He's going to run. I was little... wondering because I know that they got the the NHL games now, and I know TBS and TNT have their own original programming. And, and I was curious, what's the ratings for that stuff compared to the AEW ratings? What's the ratings for what stuff compared well, to? I AEW? think you should. I think everybody should tweet Uncle Dave on Twitter and ask him. No, like I, because because now they got the uh, NHL games on there. Oh, and I got. I know you. they have uh, their own TV shows on on TBS and, and TNT. And I was curious, like, is the AWs higher or lower or at the same as their other, uh, you know, programs? Yeah, Uncle Dave and uh, the Mike Johnsons of the world. You know those dudes. Can get that because I look at it like this. But don't you, when you look at Impact, MLW, the NWA, they would cut their dicks off to be in the position that they're in. To be be in a position AEW is in, right? To be on a major cable channel twice a week and run shows and you know legit buildings that hold seven to eight thousand people once a week and not in the you know the fucking the whatever junior college gym right it's some fucking junior college gym where they take fucking three months worth of shit and you know it's and i just hope they don't screw it up no harper's absolutely right like i I, he those promotions would give their there's level right this shit yeah, yeah, they, I, I, I agree with Harper. I, I don't, I don't wish bad on them. I'm just saying it's not for me. Like I like the fact that there's guys who can earn a living. Right, like, sure. We, we've them. never debated that. 
But like and, Harbor, and, I can't. and much like much like WCW eighty nine and ninety, there was a lot of talent on that roster. Yeah. No doubt. Lots of talent, man. Lots of talent. And, you know, some of it's being wasted because well, there you go. Well, hey, do you, you think that if you got that, Tom Brady, but you got him playing fucking running back, you know what I mean? It's that's a mistake. Little, like what it uh reminds me of. Mm-hmm. It's like having Clayton Kershaw playing center Short, field. Shortstop. Right. It's like, no, that's <laughs> that's he's a pitcher. Right. What are we doing here? Well, on another topic, who saw Ricky Steamboat's last match? I didn't see it. I I only saw a handful of clips of it. Was that a uh, in a MLW show or it was just no? I don't know what no. it was, but it wasn't them. Okay, it, it I can't at, I can't use any notice? more proper nouns because there's no plugs that I can give. Did you see it was at the Dorton Arena though? Yeah, yeah. I was the attendance. I was curious. Stupid. Was it because I looked at building up? I think it said it held five thousand people. It, that that's and that's one of Crockett a Crockett hotbed building. And I was wondering like, if they had something something close to that in there. I, no, had, no way. Uh, so he hadn't wrestled. Hopefully, an ad won't play. I went to a website. I was trying to see the last time he wrestled. It was 12, Twelve years, years ago. ago. It was that Jericho match, huh? I don't even remember it. At Mania? Um, so it was big time wrestling. You don't give them a free plug. Oh, yeah, now you say that. It's, <laughs> I wasn't Boy. sure of the name of it, but I was trying to see the attendance for it, but I, dude, they didn't. I don't. Right, yeah. When Who they you showed up. Right, yeah, when for they, real, huh? <laughs> for real. They were hanging from the rafters. Right. The roll was it's so true. Man, they look, had a lot take... going up to fucking Pittsburgh. The, 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 the interstate out by the arena was jacked up for like 15 miles. Right. It's still Bruh. jacked up. Bruh. <laughs> They're still uh, trying to get out the parking lot. Dude, I've they heard some bon- wild. They sent Bonnie Steamboat out to direct traffic. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you know what's funny is, th- think about what Harper said with the attendance. Man, I've literally seen wrestling promoters say, you ask one person, how many people y'all have? Oh, you know, about 1,000. Three, four hundred. Yeah. Else, 250. That's a wide range. Dude, yeah. I've seen, like, you know, like, it reminds me of, you know why, like, we go to, like, a convenience store or, like, a Taco Bell they got that little strip down a door with the numbers. It's like a measurement thing for the height. Yes. That's why they that's why they had that. Because you ask these people, how tall was he? He was five foot five. And then the guy's like six three. They're so <laughs> stupid. And, that, and that's why they got that. So when you so when the guy runs out the store, they can just look at the fucking line. <laughs> they should have that for fucking uh wrestling attendance. <laughs> Life lessons with Harvey Harper on how to tell actual attendance at a independent wrestling or even any wrestling show these days. Oh man. 
I just seen it so many times, man. I was just like, you ask somebody, hey, man, how many people you had there? And let me tell you something. Sometimes a picture doesn't tell the whole story. Oh, man, because, there's at least 750. Yeah. Well, I, let me give you a perfect example. Uh, Harper's going to know what I'm talking about. There was a, a Wildcat show many years ago where one of the the, the lady wrestlers, um, German suplex, another one of the lady wrestlers on a chair. And the camera is shooting from the stage, which has like 75 people on it. But it's shooting towards a wall. Well, it's a middle school gymnasium. What you can't see is the bleachers on both sides, which were jam-packed. And there were a few seats on the floor by the up against the wall where the hard camera is facing towards. And it really it looks like there's 50 people there. <laughs> but if you were there, because I was there sitting on that stage, there was like 700 people in the building that night. But you would never be able to tell from the bleachers. So I hate when people go, oh, look, you know, it's empty in there. Look at that. Because you really sometimes can't tell. But the problem with independent wrestlers is they'll, they, will, they will say, or independent promoters, yeah, you know, there's 250 in there. I mean, they will double and triple it like it's nothing. Like, dude, what are you on? And like half of those people didn't even pay to walk in the door. So don't fucking matter. Shh, don't tell them that. Bro, that's the other dirty side of it. <laughs> Fuck that. Giveaways. Are there you were that 500... much of a mark for yourself? Yeah, there were uh, 500. Yes, Hopper. They there are. There were 500 people that paid and 75 girls I'm trying to fuck. You know, that kind of right, thing. Right, yeah. That's nice. Grow up. <laughs> what? I mean, you know, you got to admit that used to be a numbers game, man. You had to, like, put it out there. Jesus Lord. Yeah, well... Uh, Doc, we got some five-star reviews, man. Um, do you want to read your sure first? do. Or? I got one here from uh, some – now, this is going to be – it's a little old because we have been putting our recording out, uh, recording on, on different times to, to accommodate Mike's bullshit. So um, this is from November 19th. You are so. an asshole. What's wrong? What? Read the damn five star review. No, Dude. you you're like, let's get ahead so much that we never have to record again. Oh, that's funny. Now that is so, hilarious. So, just know that if you send it in sooner or later, and with those Canadian reviews that we found, uh, sometimes even years later, we will read your review on the air. This is uh, from someone that is known as Space Bay. Space Bay, is, Space Bay is a patron, too. Thank you, Space Bay. We appreciate that. And you. Now, Space Bay goes on to say this is uh, his title is not kids stuff. <laughs> he says, <laughs> I got to hand it, hand it to these guys when life is hard. Listening to this show gives me fast relief. Mm. It's just kid <laughs> stuff. It's like it's not kid stuff, man. He says it's not kid stuff. It's not. Okay. Come on, it's like playing fucking electronic battleship with the kid down the street. I need fat the fast relief. I got a timestamp for fast relief tonight. By the way, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, Space Bay. Uh, it's good to see you are. Paying attention to abducted at plain sight and the fast relief Alka Seltzer yeah. commercials, and it's I'm not definitely to that not kids' fucking stuff. movie. Fuck that. What movie? 
They got a movie based off of that. It's on Peacock. No, it's not a movie. It's a it's a series. Oh, it's a whole fucking series. It's like, it's like a limited Christ. series. It's Wait, like four, based on four. Space Bay or based on Bob giving out hand relief? Uh, Bob and hand relief. Okay. Yeah, Bob and his. Yeah, they, it's yeah. a it's like a four or six show like mini series. I I'm I'm not sitting through it either. I told you my mother in law did. There's no now, way I'm now wait. Harper, are you going to watch the uh, Teddy Hart documentary? I just watched the first episode uh, today. Oh, boy. How was it? He's a fucking lunatic. Okay. There's your review. <laughs> so we're not treading any new ground. Yeah. I, I love how he even. says he has this, like, mansion. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a, you know, upper middle class house. But it's, it, the whole place is decorated like it's a fucking frat house. Where it's nothing but f- like flags with like uh, you know, like the Cypress Hill flag with the marijuana leaf, and everything is a flag that's got a marijuana leaf on it. Not kid stuff. What's that? Doesn't they said it's not kid stuff. Well, I mean, it's just it, it's <laughs> like a twenty-year-old kid's fucking living there, and he's like forty, and he's got like five hundred cats. He raises Persian cats. Yeah, that's not going to work for me, brother. Imagine when you open up the door, the smell probably knock you out your fucking shoes. My I thought, God. I thought he of, had them of like... What? Of pussy? Of fucking cat shit. Because oh, yeah. you know they're, they're, they're shitting all over the place and pissing and marking their territory. I guarantee you he would try to tell you he's potty trained them. Yeah. And, 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 and he does this shit called cat juggling. Like, like fucking. That doesn't skin. sound. That sounds like PETA needs to get involved. Let 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 Hopper go ahead, Hopper. It's like Steve Martin in the Jerk. Remember the fucking the fucking cat juggler. Yes. In the Jerk. Yeah. He just throws his cat up and flips it up, and he <laughs> just catches it. Okay. And it's like, and so the guy tried to get his little reality show on he's like I, I couldn't get it on because he said that was you know cruelty to animals because of his cat juggling okay. <laughs> I, i'm i'm not a cat person but uh let's um let's treat the cats with a little bit more respect teddy please okay and it's like the, uh they got one girl on there i'm like that girl looks familiar uh-oh wow yeah, it's like oh okay I know who that is. I'm friends with her on, on social media. She lives somewhere around y'all, kind of, sort of. Oh. Y'all's area. Yeah. You have to tell me off air. I don't know. She's, I no, mean, she's who, in a business. No, I know. I'm, but if you don't want to say the name, just tell me off air. I'm curious yeah, who, yeah, who we're talking yeah. about. I mean, she hmm. says her name on the fucking thing, but yeah. Oh. Well, uh, not to uh, turn away from. The Teddy Hart documentary. I'll, I'll watch it at some point. Um, but I want to give out. There's one more five star review. This one is from D Huffman, 1980. He says, and this is on Podcast Attic. If you like old school wrestling with crude humor, then this podcast is for you. Book it, bitch. Thank you, D Huffman, 1980. I believe he is a patron. Uh, if this is the man I'm thinking of, so I get asked often, how can you get a review read on air? So there's two ways. One of them is if you 
listen on Apple and iTunes, you can leave a five-star review there. The other way is a podcast addict, which is an Android app. You can leave a review on there and it will, as long as it's five stars, it will get read on air. So appreciate all the five-star reviews and please leave them if you haven't already done so. I mean, we've got some people like Chris Zoncha and, and, uh, Chris Apita and geez, I'm trying to think of others. I mean, they've left like three or four of them. So, hey man, we appreciate. You it. mentioned uh, you mentioned T Hog earlier. That guy's still alive. You're an asshole. Once again, who? Just uh, you're an asshole, man. You One know of he's our gonna have longest great... tenured listeners. Yeah, you know he's gonna have a wonderful time watching his Giants collapse and not even make the playoffs. Oh come on! Well, everyone. Y'all's division is uh, has a winning record, huh? For now, I think. Yeah, yeah I got to I got to tell y'all. I got to tell you about this before we get into the episode. Bruh, I got a problem, uh, and it's a Christmas. I got a Christmas problem. It's just kid stuff. Yeah, I need some fast relief for this problem. So let's see if we can't crowdsource this for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so this year. Instead of Halloween coming on a weekend, if y'all get that Ghetto Boys reference, um, Christmas Eve, the Cowboys play the Eagles. Kind of a big game, right? Yeah. We play at 325 Christmas Eve. Well, that's good, huh? Until, it is good, until you realize that at, down at the old church, oh no! The kids' Christmas musical slash play starts at five. Well, they can yeah, that's kiss not gonna work ass. for me, brother. Jesus is gonna have to wait. Yeah. Sorry, God. They say He's a yeah. forgiving God. You know that's how I was raised. So, God, you're just gonna have to forgive me because I ain't going to that damn play, okay? But my yeah, kids sorry. are my kids are in it. Nah, that's I their still problem. Oh, that's yeah, that's their problem. I'd Hogan finger wave that. Here's the thing, bro. See, Doc got mad at me because he was like, bro, they shouldn't have the games on Christmas Eve. Bro, you would even be more irate if it was on Christmas Day on Sunday. No, I wouldn't. Yes, no, you would. I really wouldn't. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. I, my, kids, my kids are old enough now that they don't have assembly required on everything. So, like. You say that right now. You say that right now. I do. But piss on that Christmas Day game bull crap. Come on, man. That's Jesus' birthday. So now well, I'm either I'm either at month, war whatever. with my cowboy fandom or I got to go two out of three falls with Jesus and my kids and my wife. It's not a hard decision, man. You just hog and finger wave it and tell Jesus to forgive you and the kids too. Yeah. They say he's a forgiving God. I don't understand this. It's fucking how long is this thing? It's probably an hour. Oh, oh, well, that's not too bad. So what I can't decide is if I'm going to start watching it and push pause and come over and see this play and then come back and push pause. It's just kid stuff. <laughs> or so if, I'm gonna, if I'm going to record it, expect nobody to tell me while I'm in, this, in the sanctuary and then leave and come back and get rip-roaring to pass out drunk. Yeah, watch have it fun after. with that. Why, did we not, why can't we do Christmas morning? Dad's still asleep. Doc, we're almost 40 minutes into this shit, and you're going to tell me you're blown up in the next 15 minutes. Well, we got a 47-minute episode. Why don't you you do the job that you're supposed to do as the director of the ship and uh, 
you know, produce the show, brother. Well, we're okay, talking we're WCW Saturday June Night on TV. June 29, 1991. You can shut up. And um, I don't know where they taped this, to be honest with you, but that's not important. The show Is kicks that little off. boy behind JR still alive? Yeah. Um, probably not. I'll get to it in a second. Um, the show hey, kicks there. off. They show Murdoch and Slater, the hardliners, attacking Rick Steiner. Uh, yes, they're called the hardliners. And then Paul Lee and Jim Ross open the show. And Paul Lee calls Missy a tramp. When he, hey. And when he gets his hands on her, he's going to ruin her career. Yeah, hey, that's not too nice, is it? So we got we got to play that little soundbite because I was like, whoa, what do we I have here? Cards. What card? Oh, the, 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 yeah, we've yeah. seen them a few times now, actually. Here, let me hey, go to the audio, the, and then we'll talk about that on the other side. You can get those online these days for cheap. Yeah, I mean, they're not worth shit. They got a friend of mine, Wes Adams. He used to work for Wildcat. He's got, like, he goes to the flea market in Mississippi where he sells all that shit. Well, great. Now Wes gets a free plug on the show. Well. That's great. <laughs> he's been, uh, he, he used to. He used to yeah, yeah, he used to work for WWE. Uh-huh. He was a ref for a while. Yeah. All right, let's go to Paul E. running down Missy here. This is not classy. ...announced that at the Great American Bash pay-per-view, it will be Missy Hyatt and the Steiner brothers against Paul E. Dangerously, Arn Anderson, and Barry Windham. You were very quiet last week. As a matter of fact, you didn't even make a peep about that match. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a fact that if I'm hit with a Steiner line, it's going to break both my lungs. If I'm hit with a Frankensteiner, it's going to snap my neck. But Barry Windham and Arn Anderson have assured me that that's not going to happen in the cage. And if I get my hands on that filthy tramp, I'm going to ruin your career because, Missy Hyatt, I hate your filthy, stinking guts! Well, fans, Missy Hyatt had some pre-recorded comments to make before we go up to Gary Capetta. Let's no. hear what Missy Hyatt had to say about the great American bag. Well, Mr. Paul E. Dangerously, it has been one week since you found out that the Steiner brothers are going to be my partners against you and Iron Anderson and Barry Windham at the Great American Bash in a steel cage. So that means you've had one week of shaking in your cheap shoes, wondering, how's it going to feel when they Frankenstein me? How's it going to feel when they Steiner line me? But what you really need to worry about is when you get in there with me, because I'm going to hurt you. There you go. Fuck yeah. All right. Um, Dude, that was one of the best promos that you would see now. The bar is pretty low nowadays. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But I agree. I agree with you. Missy wants to make my South rise again. Lord. (laughs) Jesus. You know, I was thinking about this. She's like three and a half years out from ECW, and she looked a lot different by the time she got to ECW. Was it the plastic surgery? I don't know. Maybe we should have ask her when we have her on. Look, she's not coming on here. You, you know, what's funny, Doc, is she was tweeting about world class last week because that's the Tales from the Territory was was on on world class. So she was like live tweet. I don't say live tweeting. She was rewatching the the match with. Her and Tatum and Sunshine and uh, Jesus, his name is slipping me right now from Reunion Reunion Arena. Son and she fun? goes, no, she it goes. Is. Uh, she says, 
Yeah, and that's my bad implants talking about her breast. <laughs> <laughs> she, she said that about her own breast. She's like, yeah, I had a had a had some bad implants at that time. <sighs> I bless you, Missy. We love you. Uh, anyway, so interesting hearing that from Missy Hyatt. She was that was a pretty damn good promo though. So give her credit there, Doc. Do you have anything else from that one? No, I thought she was really good there, and uh, good for her. So, question for you. Is Paul yes, Lee working stiff? Is he? On his commentary with her? I think he, uh, he's... It feels stiff. Mm. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Uh, put it back not in, on air, Harper. Put it, put it away. Put it away. It's just kid stuff, but put it away, please. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like. I think nowadays it seems stiffer than it did back then. Like, like back then, you, it was like the Wild West. But now you hear it; it's like, damn it, he's he's kind of being kind of hard on Missy. But he's doing his job. I mean, he's a heel, so there's that. Um, but do you think Doc? Do you think he's being a little bit tough on her or no? No, I think he's a. New York Yankee jerk. That's his job. The next match after that is the opening match, which is Johnny B. Bad with Teddy Long versus Rick Ryder. Uh, Teddy, as he is coming to the ring, says, somebody better tell PN News that we're going to knock that big, ugly gorilla out. The commentary during this match is exactly why if you did this today, folks would work themselves into a shoot. I don't have the timestamp, but Paul Lee is making comments about how Johnny B. Bad has acted like this since he was a little girl and <laughs> i heard that and i'm just like as as johnny b bad's about to knock out rick Ryder and pin him i just imagined like if that was said on AEW or wwe how the world would flip out on that comment but you know again different day and a different time but it's that was a pretty interesting comment from paulie doc what did you have from this one I figured it out, and I want to be real clear about this. It's not that he's gay. It's the little Richard part I don't like. Mm. You don't like that Dusty made him a little Richard, like yeah. look alike. I think the crowd was pretty think, dead during this. Uh, yeah. You can say that again. But this was probably his best match so far. He did all right in there. This wasn't terrible. And then it, let me hit you in the back of the head. <laughs> Put the little kiss Aww. on you. Yeah. Bro, he, he's leaning into it. Because it's, cause it's probably like, hey, man, what if I, uh, I get the guy kissed, you know, when I beat him? They're like, no, that's a little too much. Why don't you just put a sticker on his cheek? I bet you that's exactly how that went down. Now, are you going to be would... okay? Are you going to be all right, Harper? Yeah. yeah. I, know this, I know this control area gets you upset. That but. shit looks stupid. <laughs> I would love to see. I know they don't have it, but it would be great if there was footage of Dusty in the back coaching Mark Merrill, Johnny B. Bad, on what he wants him to do with his mannerisms and stuff. Like that, that would have been gold. This reminds me like of a shitty George Michael sports machine. You remember that? 
I do. Great show. I he would punch up some show. mysterious button to get some weird highlight up. Right. God, God, then we're going to, to northern Canada for some steeplechase. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Bro, he... That was a great show. Like, if you could stay up and watch it and not fall asleep when you're younger, George oh, Michael's yeah. Sports Machine was great. Because, because I mean, we didn't have cable, so like that was my sports center. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, I had to, stuff, the, I had to stuff a towel under my door so that if my parents woke up, they wouldn't <laughs> see the light on in my room while I have my TV on. <laughs> All right, what, what Harper was talking about. High school too, so that I could watch uh, West Coast, once I got cable, West Coast, like, high school, ba- uh, college basketball game. Yes! Oh, my God, dude. I'd be watching, like, like San, Diego, yeah. San Diego State and, like, Arizona State, and I'm like, this is great. Yes. Bro, UNLV used to come on at like 10.30. Right. I used to love it because it would be like fucking 1 o'clock and it will be like UNLV versus fucking New Mexico or something. Well, yeah. and the year that I, the years that I was in high school playing, you know, big-time sports, varsity athletics, was also those years that Loyola Marymount was going nuts. God, they were fun to watch. That shit was insane. Bro. That game, they played LSU, and I think the score was in the 150s or 160s. LSU beat them. I'll never forget that game. It was like a video game, like for 40 minutes straight. (laughs) And a lot of their games were like that. I mean, but, yeah, that was fun times. Hey, are we ready Um, for Morton versus Gibson here at the uh, Bash? No. Well, what Harper was talking about with pissing him off of like a cheap George Michael sports machine is we're looking at this Paulie dangerously great American bash control center where Paulie runs down the entire card. They show clips of Elegante and one man gang from super brawl when Sullivan threw powder in Elegante's eyes and a one man gang hit Elegante with a stretcher, but Elegante fought back. Nah, it was bad. Uh, Gibson is taking on Morton. Lots of other stuff. Flair is supposed to take on Luger for the title. More on that later in the show and next week. Wait for that. Um, other than that, uh, we got an Alka-Seltzer when you got to get relief commercial. Uh, Doc, was this the timestamp you had? 10.03. That was it? Yeah. Alka-Seltzer oh. to the rescue. When you got to get relief. Oh, Bob. It's just kid stuff. Come on. It's like, we go from there. <laughs> what did you say, like, Hopper? It's like collecting baseball cards, but wouldn't come. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. I just there's a dried puddle of cum in each pack yeah. of cards. Yeah. Bro, he said gum that with a sh- this gum doesn't taste good after oh, a few. Oh God, years. come on! <laughs> now, Bob, Bob, that's not gum. Uh, <laughs> that's disgusting. I hate that one card that's got the wax on the back of it. Kind of ruins it. It's like it's, it's, a, it's the herpes card. What the no? Stop! What? It's disgusting. Come on, grow up. What the hell's wrong I'm, with y'all? I'm trying. That is disgusting. That's bad enough we talk about this idiot saying it's kid stuff all the time. And then y'all add in that. Jesus. Whatever. PN News, the stop fat lady your, in stop Walmart. With your fake outrage. That's gross, bro. Come yeah. on. So is PN the gum. News. Have, you ever, have you ever chewed that? Chewed have what? Ever chewed what? The gum after a few years. No, I seen, I seen the fucking video of it. It just turns to like water. 
Yeah. Like, it just kind of liquefies when you Bro, chew it. I see the video, one of those 80s pages, this dude had a box of Batman cereal for when the Michael Keaton movie came out from like 1988. Oh. And he fucking opened it. And he fucking ate it, bro. He's just like, oh, God, it's the worst shit ever. I'm like, dude, you got to get your fucking stomach pumped. No. Eat fucking over 30-year-old fucking cereal? Yeah. Uh, you know, that shit probably was tasted bad when it came out. <laughs> now, yeah, imagine yeah that's spoiled. another problem. Uh, All right. So we go Johnson. to PN News, uh, the fat lady in Walmart, as Harper calls him, versus Dave Johnson. News is out there rapping with no rhythm. It continues to be just glorious. I love it. Um, we do get a picture in picture from Johnny B. Bad and Teddy Long. Johnny says, it's going to be a blessing to teach you a lesson, you big old bear. That's exactly what he said. I don't know how my imitation was. Anyway, Doc, what you got from... Um, Can you give me 1140? Oh, there you go. Let me go how was that not a finish? Um, Remember when we had Stanfield? Well, now we have this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, he's wiggling. Mm. And he does it again. Look at him. With your big heavy D looking ass. Jesus Christ. The overweight lover. Yeah. I think he does something else too, Doc. When, um, yeah. Doesn't because doesn't Johnson take the tackle and then he wiggles? But I don't again want you doing your jiggle with my head pointing down, staring at it. Here it comes. Here it comes. Look, look. Look at that extra is. bump. Mm. Jesus Lord. Yo, baby, yo, baby, yo. He's getting blown up already. Anyway, he is. He's tired. This and and I thought they were clunky here in this match because he got tired. Yeah, he can't go at all. It's <laughs> he gets blown up when he starts pumping a fist. He's like he's like the girl he's like the girl at Walmart that looks like him that gets blown up by the time she's at the chip stall. Yeah, she's like, fuck, I should have got one of those fucking motor scooters. <laughs> but they're all taken. Y'all making fun of them people, man. I see people in Walmart and Target pushing the basket, and they are blown up, leaning on the basket, pushing. Well, it. whose fucking fault is that? Yeah, I don't feel sorry for you. I'm not saying whose fault it is. I'm just like, man, that's when you know it's going bad for you. For the majority of those people are people who like got their legs fucking amputated in those fucking motorized. Fucking scooters, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's not a fucking 80-year-old man who can barely walk with a cane. Look, if you got legitimate health issues, there's nobody on this show that would poke at you. But if you think Little Debbie is at the fourth food group, then fuck you. Yeah. How about that? Right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh. There's little Christmas trees? Fucking right, bro. I know in the past Harper's always said that about the little Christmas trees. He he's got more. Shirts. He's got more words. Uh, all right. Well, um, we do get Paulie. I'm sorry, Pia News rapping after his match, and he's blown up trying to rap. And Paulie makes fun of his rap and has an, has his own rap for news. God, look at that. Yeah, you can say that again. All right, Doc. Well, we'll keep the show uh, moving. Um, they show the ad for the WCW baseball cards again. And then we go to Nikita Koloff and it's a promo. I'm not going to play it cause it's broken up into like multiple segments. 
uh, that are real quick. So Nikita Bill, I'll summarize it. Nikita says Sting was in the wrong place at the wrong time. We then see a replay from Super Brawl when Nikita stuck, uh, snuck Sting. Nikita then says Sting tried to show. Uh, Nikita says, I tried to show Sting that, uh, you know, he wasn't a man. And Sting tried to come after Nikita, and Nikita got on his ass after that. He beat him down. And then Nikita explains why he came after Sting when Sting had that kid at the most recent clash. Which, by the way, I've heard from multiple people, so I don't know what to believe, but apparently that kid was either Sullivan's son or his nephew. Uh, it's funny because, like, multiple people, as in probably 50 of them, have reached out to me to tell me that. And I'm like, well, I don't know because was it the son or the nephew? So there you go. You got a shout out if you sent me that. So um, that was Kevin Sullivan's relative. That's the that's what I was told. So we're bringing the relatives in and they can't take a bump. Man, he Nikita should have punked that kid out. Be a heel. Um, Throw negative. a fire paper at him. He was a kid. I Throw don't a fire think that would his ass. be allowed, but whatever. So uh, then it all ends up wrapping up with Nikita here in, in that Nikita closes things out telling Sting that he's got a message for Sting and all of his little stingers. And he says, I don't care about winning the match we have. I want to hurt you. Well, I don't know. That's uh, how heels do it. They want to hurt you. They're not necessarily interested in always winning. Doc, any other thoughts from this summary of like four to five minutes as this went on and they showed various clips? I think Nikita should just be as big of a monster heel as he possibly can. I mean, he's trying to get a personal issue with Sting, beat up a kid, stick it in their mom's, the, the kid's mom's face, beat Sting's ass. Let's be a heel. You are an idiot. <sighs> they took away his oh, well. Russian heritage already. Yeah, he's from Lithuania now. But he still does the Russian sickle. Shut uh, up. It's, it's the uh, Lithuanian liner. Bro. I wonder Bro. why they changed that. Bro, you know you know, 99% of the people watching this back then thought that was the same country. Yeah, they don't fucking know, bro. <laughs> Russia, Lithuania? It's like the people who, like with the New Zealand sheep herders in, <laughs> in Australia. It's like, like, they just why, do assume we hate, why do we hate New Zealand? That, that seems like a pretty fun place. Yeah. Go figure. If it wasn't on the right. other side of the earth, I'd go visit. Yeah, I ain't getting on a plane that long. That ain't happening, brother. That don't work for me. Yeah, fuck that, dude. Tw- I hate airplanes. I hate <laughs> airports too. and everything associated with it. Fuck Bruh. that shit. This is so funny because Doc and I hate flying and you hate flying. Everyone, bro. Remember like when you were a kid to fly, that was a big deal. No. Now, <laughs> no. I mean, nowadays fucking everyone flies on a goddamn fucking plane. It's like I it's, didn't get on an airplane until I was almost 27 years old. That's what I'm saying. I flew once when I was like 12. And then after that. I never flew again until I started traveling for work. So I was like in my mid twenties, and I, I hated. I, I hated uh, flying. From, uh, to here, but yeah, dude, flying sucks, dude. Airports, bruh. You're sitting there like an asshole with your fucking bags and your 
the fuck, I remember one time we were in fucking uh, New York after a fucking Wildcat show, and it kept delaying it and delaying it. And we were like, bro, they're going to fucking delay it again. Let's go buy the fucking bar. And it was me, Buku, Dow, and Matt sitting there, and we see, like, everyone's gone. We're like, wait a minute. We just missed our fucking flight. <laughs> and we were fucking stuck. Fucking suck, dude. You mean you didn't day. you didn't hear the announcement where they go? Flight now boarding. Yeah, for real. American. This is the last call. I never heard this story. I'm shocked. Yeah, that's who we saw. What's his name coming off the plane? A Reverend. What's the black dude? Al Sharpen. Al Sharpin? Al Sharpin? Sharpton. Yeah, whatever the fuck. Yeah. We saw him getting off the plane. <laughs> was he with was he with Ken Pantera? <laughs> Ken Pantera. That got a lot of traction on social media. <laughs> He's laughing. It was not done on purpose, I promise you. Hey, oh. hey, Harper, did you hear the news? Yeah. Pantera and fucking Metallica going on tour. So yeah, much Metallica's tickets doing, Metallica's doing two nights. Different set list each night. They're doing two. What do you mean? There's only two shows? No, they're doing two shows in the town. Oh. Different set list. Completely different set list each night. That's cool. But the tickets are something crazy, bro. Like the cheap ones are like five, six hundred dollars, bro. Oh, fuck, fuck you, that, dude. I'll watch yeah. it on YouTube. Yeah, fuck you, dude. I saw Priest for fucking like fifty bucks. I saw Metallica for fifty bucks, and Faith No More and Guns N' Roses was with them. Fuck, I saw them for like about forty bucks in uh, Biloxi. Yeah, but you were in Biloxi. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, them and uh, what's the uh, corrosion of uh, conformity. corrosion of conformity? I like them, yeah. They 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 uh opened up for them, yeah. That song with uh, Godsmack, like I don't know, like 20 years ago. You ever seen Metallica there, Mike? Who, what, who, Metallica? That that tour they were they uh had Jodeci open up for them. <laughs> what is a Metallica? Um. It's Italica. That's fucking metallic. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Sounds boring. They uh, come back from commercial after y'all were sitting there talking about the most boring stuff ever with Metallica and whoever these bands are. Jesus Lord. Uh, they come back from commercial and JR breaks the news that Steve Austin, Stunning Steve, is the new TV champion. Uh, and then they show Lady Blossom getting involved in the match and Austin winning the TV title. Uh, the match took place, if my records are correct, on June the 4th of 1991. And the reason I point out that date specifically is because Austin debuted on May 13th. So just, what, three weeks in, basically? He's already TV champ, and I got to say, man, the shoe fits. So um, just a handful of matches before they put the TV title on him. And you might ask, why did they switch the title on a non-TV tape? And well, in actuality, according to 
my records in the history of WWE.com. That was on Worldwide that the taping uh, took place. So they did show it on television. It was aired and taped for TV. I also looked it up. They actually did the same exact match and same finish the night before on June 3rd. But the reason they didn't they they uh, they did it again on the fourth is because the first time Nick Patrick saw Lady Blossom get involved and they were like, wait, we can't air this title switch like this because I saw Austin or I saw Lady Blossom cheat for Austin. So they basically redid the same match the very next night. Now, you'd never know that nowadays because uh, um, that original match wasn't aired, but uh, it came out after the fact once people realized, wait, they did that same match twice. So there's that. Austin is your new TV champion, though, as we roll into the next match. Doc, Doc, anything about Austin winning the TV title? I mean, we say we give a lot of problems to those folks, you know, for doing things and not doing things on the booking. But I think, you know, hey, we they realized they had something there with him. And unfortunate that it comes at, with Bobby having to lose the belt. But I think it's the right call. Yeah, you hate to see Bobby being the one who had to lose it, but yeah, it's, I mean, again, we know what Austin becomes, but there, I'm sorry, dude, you can see it. There's something here. He's got a presence. He's got something, and, and you can, it, it's easy to say Monday morning quarterback, but he's got it. Yeah. Well, and he's also, the good thing here in not sticking with something is that they've upgraded his uh, valet here. Dude, that chick, she can give Missy a run for money. Slow down. I mean, she was something back then. Mm, yeah. She ain't Missy. Now, now, y'all just stop that right now. I just said she can give her a run for money. No. No? Missy, bruh. I mean, she can give Missy a run for her money. She ain't Missy, but she can give right. her a run for That's her money. Right, that's what I'm saying. Missy's uh, going to win 27-24. Uh, ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, you don't apologize that's, for winning in the NFL. That's right. I mean, wins I are hard to say, come by. Got that right. Steve Austin takes on Ricky Nelson as a pitcher and pitcher from Eaton. Bobby Eaton tells us he's not crying over spilled milk and he's going to do what he needs to do to get his belt back. And uh, this match doesn't go on long. Austin hits that stun gun finisher, which is like a twisting, uh, you know, hot shot type maneuver that Eddie Gilbert used to do. And he wins by pin. Doc, any other thoughts on Austin looking real good here uh, in his first title defense? Eaton is the is Eaton the fastest slow talker ever or the slowest fast talker ever? I don't know, but it's glorious because he's so lovable that you just kind of like chuckle when he cuts those promos like that. And Doc, you asked, I think, the last time we recorded if that was the last Desperados segment. And, it needed um, to be. This looks like a, uh, a a bullseye barbecue sauce commercial. So, I don't want to play. Doc, maybe I should play the audio from this one because it's so bad. Can you? Harper, and Harper missed the last one that was like yeah. eight minutes long. And I feel like he needs to see just how. Now, Harper, what you don't realize is the last show we did, this 
the Desperado segment went off the rails. It was so stupid. It was bullshit. And they continue in it. I think this might be the last one, Doc. But they're sitting around the campfire. This is Dutch Mantel, um, Dead Eye Dick, who is Randy Colley, and Black Bart. Uh, Bart is on the left, Harper on the video, Dutch is on the right, Dead Eye Dick, as they call him, is the in the Black middle. Black Bart from like the first Starcade? Yeah. Uh, Black, yes, Black Bart from World yeah. Class. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Black Bart. All right, so here, I'm going to play it. Um, I don't know if there's any music overlaying into it. I can't remember, so it may get edited out the YouTube version, but here it is. Bart, are you tired? Partner, I'm dog tired. I'm so plum tuckered out, I can't even see straight. You know, but I'm so dead gum glad I got out of that jail. But you know, the time I said, I want you to listen to this. The time Dutch I was in, the middle, in my that bad. jail, I, I did a lot of thinking. You know, the time we sit in that jail would could have been the time we, we could have been looking for Stan Hansen. I knew, I knew. I know he was in this town. I could feel I him, Bart. I, I could feel him right here. I had a feeling. And you know another thing? Now, we got to get our sights set. Just a little bit further down the line, they got this That's thing right. coming up called the Great American Bag. That's right. And it's real important to them folks down there. And it's real important to old Black Bart. And I know it's important to you. We ought not be laying around in no dead dumb jail. We cells. need to make our lives useful instead of sitting in jail like common horse thieves. And while we in, what, listen, why was we in jail in the first place? You know, if he wasn't such good friends with Stan Hansen, you know, I'd vote to ditch him. I you know, because, hey, tell you what, he can't hear. Can't hear a lick. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> And he probably can't even cook. Give me some of them beans. They're a little runny. They're a little runny, Dutch. I'll oh, tell you right now. <clears throat> do you smell that aroma? That is the foulest dead. I sure do. And it ever. ain't coming from it these ain't no beans. Dead. You no good. Break it, it again. I think that might be the last one, Doc, and I'm hoping so. Um, uh, well, I think somebody gum. took a dump in their pants. Dead gum. That's. Uh, I waited for him to say New York City. Get yeah. Get, yeah. <laughs> this ain't paste picante sauce. This stuff was made in New York City. Get a rope. Doc, that one wasn't nowhere near as stupid or dumb as last the last one. And it was awful. Oh, or and as, it was awful. As Dutch said to you, dead oh, on arrival. Yeah, oh, yes. I did tweet Dutch about it. And Dutch, who follows me. Thank you, Dutch. Appreciate it. Uh, he responded rather quickly and said the gimmick was dead on arrival. And he was very short on words, and I understand why, because it definitely is dumb. So got a response from Dutch. Harper just said, oh, wow, because of what I'm about to play. Might get edited out the YouTube version, but PN News is rapping, and it's a rap about the Great American Bash. Go ahead, Doc. What you about to say? Nothing. Here it is. It's like 30 seconds maybe at the most. On July 14th. 
season WCW crew. It's the Bash 91 on pay-per-view. We're up, Nikita Koloff will be taking on Sting. Fate is gonna bust the move all over the ring. Now the nature boy, you know his name is Ray Flair, is gonna walk that aisle. Let's it better beware. It's the great American Bash. You had better be there. Oof. Well, that's bad. So that's rap music, huh? Yeah. Go ninja, go ninja, go. Boy, that was bad, man. <sighs> <laughs> um, I think it speaks for itself. I don't know what else I can add. Hey, do you got anything, Doc? Um, he's promoting the bash. Poorly. Yeah. Well, um, what what do you expect? <laughs> oh man, oh man, that was bad. Those girls. That was were... back when back when advertisers thought we need to cash in on this hippity hop thing. Those girls were like the uh, the, the fly girls from fucking and living color. What did the fly girls used to do for you back in the day, Mike? Oh boy. Oh, I mean, they weren't. You're trying to be funny, but it's not like they were all black. No, fucking J-Lo a, was one. J-Lo was one. That's what I'm saying. They had a nice mixture in there. They was, yeah. They was all the way live, man. I mean. Mm, every goddamn one of them, bro. Mm, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, huh, Harper? Uh-huh. Well, look at all yeah. this talent in the ring. Yeah, let's go to this next match. We got the Diamond Stud and Ric Flair versus the Yellow Dog and Bobby Eaton. Paul E says that he knows who the Yellow Dog is. Paul E says that's Brian Pillman. God. He, claims he, he claims he knows this because he can smell Pillman when he goes into the locker room. Uh, this eats up most of the episode uh, that we got left. Doc, I, I kind of think I summarized and said the main thing that, that went on here, but there's also something else significant. But let me go to you. What do you have from this? Well, let's take, you know, Good-looking, charismatic baby face and cover him from head to toe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's I'm give him a, a goofy... Let's give him a, a, a goofy get-up and a very generic name. Yellow Dog. Yellow Dog. Well, they kind of booked themselves into a corner, though, when... You know, when they had to get rid of somebody. Yeah, why'd they do that? That was dumb. Yeah. Who'd they get rid of? It was El Gigante and Pillman versus Wyndham and Arn. And the eater of the pen had to leave WCW. Oh, God. So, they, uh, so, so Pillman, the, Pillman the took the fall? Yeah, yeah. Pillman... Ate the pin. Oh God. Yep. And and so he's doing the Stagger Lee thing. Um, if you want to call it that, but that would be an insult to Stagger Lee. Like as I think about it, I mean, really, it really kind of is an insult to Stagger Lee. Oh, boy. 
yellow dog. I mean, you you can look at it and see it's Pillman, but no, it's not. Okay, that's one of the Mulkies. Yeah, right. <laughs> Razor looks like a million bucks in in this match. Oh, Callaway, what are you talking about, Harper? One of the best gimmicks ever. Why you call him Razor? You don't even know him. You, you went to high school with him. <laughs> Oh, you like that coat that, or that jacket that DDP's got on outside? But he looks like, like he's zebra zubaz. Yeah. What a train wreck. Yeah, this is bad. Uh. Uh, Doc, you. Yeah, that, you yeah, said something to me earlier about this being Flair's last match here, but it's really not. My last on Saturday night. Right. This is our last in encounter yeah. with Rick. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, he actually. So we got to do matches. this for the next two years, Harper, without Rick Flair. Great. Yeah, super duper. Where do I sign? Yeah. <laughs> Who's the replacement? Oh, there isn't any. Great. Imagine... Uh. Bro, you you can look, you can litigate Flair all day long and who he is outside the ring and all that stuff, but imagine being Jim Hurd and getting rid of one of the best pro wrestlers ever. Ever do it? Yeah, right, right, right. It's so stupid. It's and there's no plan to, to who's the replacement. He's worth more if you just send him home for six months, which you probably don't want to do that because Lord knows what he gets into. But he's worth more if you just send him home and pay him a few million. Because while you think he's done, he's about to go up north and have one of the greatest matches that he's ever had in the 92 Rumble. Yes. It's so bad. It's so bad that this man got rid of Flair. With no replacement. That's what None. I don't get. It's like when like Hogan left, they, they can okay, well, the Warriors going to fill the spot at. Now we know his fucking Warrior was only hot for like a year or two that had to call Hogan back, but there was a plan. This is no plan. Right, like, right. Like, yeah, fuck it, Flair. Get the fuck out of here. Right. At least they had something... You and know. and we're going to see, because, look, I don't know. I can't answer what I'm about to ask, because I do not know. But do the fans really want to boo Lex Luger right now? Because he's, so. he's the guy that's going to move into Flair's spot. Mm-mm. And they have... Well, been- they, they will as the ball rolls with Lex a few months down the line and kind of what they do and who he aligns himself with. And they're, they, they, yeah, they, they do, but, but it takes to me, one of the underrated baby faces right now during this time, which is um, Ron Simmons. So here's going to take him. Here's a question. Who is when Rick leaves the day Rick leaves and says, I quit. 
Who is the top heel singles? Oh, is it uh, Diamond Stud, huh? No, I. that's a hard one because... Do you consider hit, uh, Double A? Yeah, in, but... Tag um, team with Wyndham. Yeah. And then he's going to be tagging with somebody else like yeah. later on uh, down the line in the year. Is it Austin? So... I, I, no, you can't. Right at this moment, I don't think you can say that. Like, I right, think right now, Nikita. That's true. I, yeah, I still I think Nikita. you gotta say. I still think you gotta say Arn because, yes, he's aligned with Barry, but it's not like they're like tag champs or whatever. Right at this exact moment, like, okay, like I, I still think you gotta say Arn. But the thing with Arn is he does still tag a lot, and he ends up in a. Like a legitimate tag team in a few months, so the problem I think with, you got to say the Arn problem right with saying Arn is your individual is now you're robbing Peter to pay Paul because you're also now depriving a good tag team of right. Ryan Anderson. Yeah. Well, which goes back to Harper's point. You didn't have a you didn't have a plan. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm circling back to Harper's point. Is it's like those people that kept screaming when fucking Drew Brees started to show his age. Like we need to get rid of him. Okay, that's fine. Who's the replacement that you're gonna bring in that's gonna do? As well as him are fucking better, because they're because you could find an Annie Dalton every year, right? Yeah, they're dime a dozen. They all over the place. Mm-hmm. Or as my kid said about things before he was born, he goes, "Where was Andy Dalton before he was here?" And I said, um, "He was uh, in Cincinnati." He goes, "Oh, that must be why they sucked." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There, there you, you go. go. Yeah. There's all almost the guys that can get you to mediocrity. Yeah. Harper nailed it. They don't have a replacement, man. It's they don't they don't have anybody. Um, Doc, anything else before I go to wrapping up this tag match? Wrap it up. Wrap. So the yellow dog rap, is rap, rap, is rap. getting Remember on flare and he he hits flare yeah. with a cross body. Uh, Yellow Dog has flare pin, but the Diamond Stud breaks it up. Bobby and the Diamond Stud end up on the outside. Stud and Flare then are in the ring, and they're trying to take the mask off the Yellow Dog, but they can't. Bobby comes in, he clears the ring, and all the excitement, the ref, who's not uh, Nick Patrick, I forget the guy's name, he gets bumped. JR then tells us, well, it's a, maybe that is Nick Patrick, now I'm looking at it. JR says, it's a DQ, and he didn't say who the DQ was on or if it was a double DQ. So yeah, there's that, uh, double, just, let's just call it a DQ. We don't know if it's a double DQ or not. Uh, kind of an uneventful finish as they try to rip off. Yeah. I, well, I actually kind of see it. They're trying to, I understand what they were trying to do. Let's rip his mask off to show the people who he is, but yeah, it, I don't know. It kind of falls flat though, too. Doc, any thoughts on the finish? I'm sad now. (laughs) <laughs> Flair's leaving. Oh, just wait till next week when we get. There. I told you years ago when this happened that the show was over. Well, it's not happening. Yeah, book it, bitch. <laughs> so we then uh, that match ends, and we're gonna go now to uh, the next match, which is the last match on the card or the show, which is Lex Luger versus Doug Vine. What the fuck? What? Why are they having this match? Well, you gotta put, you gotta fill up the TV with something. Why was it this before the other one? Uh, well, you know, everything was airtight, brother. Oh fuck! 
Everything was airtight, man. We didn't know. Uh, we didn't do none of that stuff, man. Everything was airtight, brother. God, I wish I could remember where I heard Tully Tully uh, Blanchard say that. But we'll keep moving. So Luger, hey, you know, we had a reason for everything on the card, and we're building to a finish here. Oh, okay. everything. <laughs> they look, bro. We look at things through rose-colored glasses all the time when it comes to our childhood. When, when yeah. in reality, the the eighties was a dangerous place. But let me tell you, these old timers, they really see things through rose-colored glasses. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Today is the best day in the history of the world to be alive. <laughs> now it could all end tomorrow, but we're gonna go out on top. And it's not to say that today doesn't have problems, because there are plenty of problems. But today is riddled, riddled with riddled. Problems. Hey, buddy. All right, so Luger wins. Uh, this doesn't go on long. He uh, hits Vines with a power slam, and then the torture rack, and uh, that's that. Doc, any other thoughts on this one? No, nah, this is good and what it needed to be. Yep, I agree. Uh, so after the is. match, look how so witty he is. To... Look, he's yes. dry there. He's dry. Okay. And then, so... wait, what happened? <laughs> it's a metamorphosis. So he's bone dry uh, as the match ends. Not bone dry, but he's pretty dry. God damn. And, and then when we go to the promo, which I am going to play here, Hopper was, if you remember years ago, Hopper was mesmerized by Sweaty Luger in the audience. I mean, I even clipped it and put it on YouTube because we went we went on and on for like five, six, seven minutes about Luger just sweating. And I had everybody under the sun telling me, well, don't you know what it's like to be under those hot lights? I'm like, bro, he wasn't even wrestling. He just walked out there and started yeah. sweating bullets inside of a minute. Anyway, so he's not under hot lights here. He's just right. finishing off his match and he's sweating. And he looks like he just got out of the swimming pool. Let's go to it. And then... We can talk about it on the other side. Luger's cutting a promo after his match. Counting the day. July 14th is the target date. Inside a steel cage, the heavyweight championship of the world will be decided. I know your training has intensified. You're more focused, I understand, on this match than any in your career. Ric Flair, it's like the first time around. The total package, Lex Luger, the great American bash, 1991 world's heavyweight title this time around it is total package time because nature boy this time around you are going to be dominated but you have never been dominated before because these all chances come around only so often nature boy and this time nature boy i didn't get it because i'm u.s title holder or anything else i earned the shot when I beat the great Muda, and baby, when I step through those ropes and the great American bash in Baltimore in a steel cage, you're going to be all mine, baby. It's this time around, it's Luger time, the total package. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our thanks a lot. I mean, that was a pretty good promo um, leading up to what was supposed to be a match that they had. Doc, um, thoughts? I don't know. I, I think we're done with this whole show now. Someone get that guy a towel. Man. Bro. He was, he was barely... He, he's drenched. He's glistening right here. 
It almost made me think maybe he puts them all before he went out because he does. But then I see him wipe, <laughs> wiping his sweat from his eyes, so you know his sweat. I actually, I mean, I actually think I know what happens here. So you, you ever, you know, you've been exercising before, maybe jogging, walking fast, whatever. Come on, and how many you're of you're these moving. people listen to this? You think? Yeah, I mean, you see, Zoncha. Come on, these people don't engage in any sort of physical activity. Well, you know, and you're 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 exercising. And YouTube it. If you don't know, if you don't do it, YouTube it, like jogging or something. You'll you'll get yeah. a visual. And so he's and then you then you stop. Like I can actually see right here how you would because that happens to me. Like you know, I'm outside exercising. And I'm not sweating too bad, and then I stop. Like just stop moving, and all of a sudden, like I'm just drenched. Like I can see that. There's an explanation, I think, for what you see here. Dr. Blassie can chime in and tell me, but there's an explanation for what you see here. What there's not an explanation for is when he walked out onto the studio at Center State, not Center Stage, uh, Techwood, hadn't wrestled. He just walks out, is talking to Tony Schiavone, and inside of 30 seconds, he went from bone dry to glistening. Now, I know those lights are hot. But damn, that but was very he's weird. He's the only one you see sweating, bro. I That's mean, the Shifani other side of it. Is, I mean, Tony Schiavone is wearing a fucking suit, bro. And you don't see him fucking sweating like that. Arn Anderson. Yeah. Arn would sweat because there's the meme where Arn yeah. looks angry. <laughs> cut the grass or whatever. Yeah, he's cutting the grass or he looks angry and he's dripping wet. And in the caption says something like, when your buddies say they want to sit on the patio <laughs> and it's like, he's just sweating bricks. I'm with, I can't sit on no patio, man, but, um, and eat not during the summer at least. But I, I think there's a like explanation for this, but, uh, on the promo, I thought Luger was good here. We're just not going to see this match. That's the hard part. You know, what's coming. And there's that, which kind of sucks. Cause if you think about it, doc, he held his own against flair in those, in those big matches. He had a good run, better than I remember. And you could have, he could have beat Flair here, and you would have believed it. Mm. Can't okay, say, you don't course, know. You're not going to give him credit, I know. So, anyway, we need to rate this show, hand out some Rolexes. Before we do so, want to remind you, we do have the Great American Bash coming up, and Doc and I have put together tons of Tales from the Territories episodes. Uh, we've uh, got... The only one we didn't do, which I did with Lance, was the world-class one. So stay tuned. Yeah, Doc may discuss it with you. That asshole had to, had to piggyback on y'all's success. What an asshole. I hate that you say that because people take this serious. He hitched his wagon to our star. That's right. Uh, <laughs> you SMU Mustang shithead. Jesus Christ. Come on, Lance. <laughs> So become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That is now eight episodes of Tales from the Territories that you can get access to of us reviewing. Also, all of our Clash of the Champions, reviewing the first 15 of those and the WCW pay-per-views through this moment in 1991. And as you know, the Great American Bash is coming up, so we will be doing that one in this month as well. So tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt is the only place you can listen to all of that exclusive Patreon content. 
Doc, let's wait. I mean, other than sending Bob out to your house for some fast relief, this is the best deal running to be a patron. It's inflation-proof, which doesn't help BTT out at all. No, I saw you throw an extra free month on the thing. Yeah, I did that for the... give his shit away. I know. How about um, before you start giving them extra free shit, you give Harper and I something. They say there's two things that are inflation. Oh God, uh, our thing proof, right? The entertainment business and our thing. Yeah. Well, we are the entertainment business. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The right. right ear catches the three of us. We'd be sitting on the moon right now with success. There's no oxygen on the moon. Well, <laughs> maybe not the moon. Can I stay home? I don't like to fly. We established that um, earlier. That's I think all true. the ears have heard us. All of them? All the ears worth fucking listening to. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. All right, Hopper. Uh, rate it. I'm sorry, Doc. Let's rate it. What are you giving? <sighs> I got it was a B plus. 47 minutes. Yep. That's B plus right there, just because of that. <laughs> right. That's a B right there. Yeah, it sure <laughs> well, is. That's where I'm going, because I'm going with a B. Okay. Pauper, what you going to give it? That's a B. I'm going B+. Plus. I think y'all are being hard on it. Okay, so we need to give out the Rolex. And because we're not going to see him for several years, I, I, I don't know how I don't give it to Flair. So, Rick, thank you for all you've done <laughs> from 85 until now as we've covered this. Been a great run. Guess we'll see you in a couple years, and uh, we're gonna give you the Rolex as you head on out the door. No thanks I, to Jim. I'm, rem- I'm reminded of like that Christmas show in like '86, I think, where '85 he, he and Garvin beat the livid shit out of each other in the studio. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's clarify. When you say Christmas show, you're talking about the one the week of Christmas that aired that year, and yeah. We talked about it ad nauseum how he, it's like he didn't want to go home for the holidays. He just was like, no, nah, this is what I love. And yeah. he was actually uh, uh, wait a minute. Cool. Y'all don't have me on the uh, on the run sheet. Right. We, hey, champ, we thought we'd give you a day off. You know, you could get out of here and get home. Nah, fuck nope. those kids. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> nah, I'm wrestling I don't need Gar- to go home. I'm wrestling Garvin tonight. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, Doc. Continue. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. I'm good, man. We're, Rick, uh, we're going to miss you. It's going to, the two years you're gone is going to be like watching an endless loop of your last match. Ugh. It sucks because, like, I mean, Arn was only gone for a little over a year. And that sucked. Yeah. Yeah. And we loved, like, oh, God, thank God. Thank God he's back. There is some talent here, though. Uh, it's just, it ain't Ric Flair, and they, like Harper said, they didn't have a replacement. Nope. It was just dumb. Okay, Harper, who are you giving your Rolex to? I give mine a Lexus sweat glands. <laughs> if fucking Jim Ross stands, stands by him about a, a 10 minutes more, he's going to need a fucking life preserver. How do you put a Rolex on a sweat gland? I don't know. I mean, look at that. <laughs> I think that. it's all those... I think it's all those steroids in his body that have it, like, trying to cool it down. I don't know. Harper was telling me this story one time, and he was, you know, 
getting his groove on and it wasn't the AC was broken in the room or something and he was like, bro, I was just dripping. I was pouring sweat as I was uh, dripping up my zing zing and dropping my pipe down. That's nice. You ever been getting it so good you start sweating like that? Yeah. Grow up. <laughs> That's t- Man, if you stuck with us this long at this point and still listening to this show, God bless you. All right. Uh, on that particular note, uh, before we get out of here, I do need to remind you all, uh, Hopper, it's the Christmas season, and he is still doing video shout-outs, life advice, relationship advice. You want him to send an audio Christmas card to someone oh. or a Hanukkah card or whatever Kwanzaa. you know you celebrate, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa I, you, you just email Chris Hopper, and he will create a video shouting you out or a family member or cutting a promo on them and tell them to have a pissy Christmas, whatever it is, email him, chrishopper 16 wildcat with a K at gmail.com, and then make sure you PayPal him 20 bucks to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. Uh, if you missed any of that, look in the show description, Hopper's email and his PayPal address is there, and you should be able to uh, get a video from him Make sure you get that in because uh, nobody can wish you a Merry Christmas like Mr. Circle Circle Dot Dot. That's so right. Email Hopper and get that done. Check out our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn. The northern version of BTT, slightly classier, definitely more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us. Please support them. Check them out. And check out the bottom line cast with Mike Pru and JV. Mike Pru and JV do our ECW show on the Patreon feed, but they also do a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin, as we're into the Austin era now as well. Uh, so check them out, the bottom line cast. Doc, PN News Jr. and I were like uh, talking uh, through DM a few uh, weeks back. He called this era, because you know he's there and Austin's there, the golden era. Maybe the golden shower era. Come on. Jesus Christ. What the piss? Come on. Exactly. Go uh, up. All right, Doc. Anything else? Did I miss anything before we get I out of here? We, I think we've proven that we can find the good in almost anything except Jim Hurd. And I all would right, say so, he will be here next week on, well, on the show show, not our show, but that show that we review to explain his actions. Really? Yeah, so maybe we should wait till next Tuesday to do that one, Doc, so Hopper yeah. can be there. Okay. Now that I think about that, since uh, Hopper can, because I just see Hopper as like looking at Jim Hurd and just throwing just shit at him, just beating him up to no end. Cause All right, we'll do God. that. Um, Doc, believe it or not, this show drops on Thursday night, December the 8th. Uh, we are two weeks and just a couple of days away from Christmas. Great. So I'm not a child, so I mean, I like Christmas. Don't get me wrong. I like it. Hey, bro, can you imagine? At this point, by the time you listen to this, my Christmas tree will have been up for five weeks. (laughs) Can you imagine being married to or, or being a, you know, having a girlfriend whose birthday is Christmas Day. I know. I used to date a chick like that. 
her birthday was was fucking Christmas. It's actually pretty good. You can knock it all out on one day. It's not. I the, don't know. No, 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 yeah, it's no, not, no, uh, no. It's not the volume. It's that I gotta fucking fire up the train again in two months for fucking Valentine's Day, and then fire it up again for a birthday. Let's knock a couple of these birds out with one stone. Yeah. I don't know, bro. It's a double it seems header. Like it, I got enough it money seems now like it would be I can just torture. buy my way out of it. That's what I'm saying. Wait, wait, say that again. What did you just say? I got enough money now that I can just buy my way out of it. God bless you. Jesus. All hey, right, well. Hey, here, here's the, what you got to know. If you're lucky enough out there to have you abroad, or you are abroad, <laughs> I'm getting ready to talk about you. <laughs> Everything that happens in the world your broad thinks her first thought is, how does this impact me? <laughs> mm, all right. Hey, did you hear so. that there's a volcano erupting in Hawaii? Yeah, I saw mm. that. Well, what if I wanted to go? She's thinking, well, what if I wanted to go to Hawaii? Well, then, we, then I guess we're going to Pensacola. Well, see, that's just great. Thanks that's a lot. A heck of a Thanks a lot. Second volcano. option. Right. All of a sudden, that's the worst thing on the planet that could have ever happened to them because a volcano is erupting in Hawaii and now they can't go, even though they had no plans of going right. within the next a Am I wrong about that, Mike? There's, there's a lot of truth to that. It's like something random and they're just like, oh, man, it's like, what? Like, like, we're all sitting well, there thinking, man, that's messed up. I hope the poor people of Hawaii are okay, you know, that they take the proper precautions. And meanwhile... You got tea sucking going on about an imaginary trip in their head that they ain't going to be able to take. <laughs> Bro, you preaching right now. Well, I said during the, the preacher's tired, so I'm ready yeah, to go. Yeah, same here. Yeah, it's late. Um, if you got nothing else, Doc, we'll get out of here and Hopper uh, hit that tagline, Bubba, and we will roll. Book it, bitch.